if you're helping clients create content for their website, you have to do the necessary keyword research. After all, if no one is searching for the way you're talking about things, you won't get the organic traffic. Keyword research for on-page SEO can feel overwhelming though. It's hard to know where to start and frankly, a lot of us get bogged down in trying to please Google. But that's not what keyword research is even about. Google isn't performing those searches. The customer is. In today's episode, I'm going to walk you through the basics of determining the keywords you should use on clients' websites, how to do the competitive research, and how to use the keyword research tools to refine your strategy. Now, this can get a bit technical, but I'm going to break it down to be easy to get started. Now, this is the perfect episode to have your notes app or notebook handy. So take a second and grab something to write on. Are you ready? You're listening to the Digital Masters Growing Your Web Dev Business Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that you can use to improve your own web design business and make more money with every website you build. I'm your host, Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. Now, the first thing you have to keep in mind when you're doing keyword research is that you have to think how the ideal customer thinks. They're the ones performing the searches on Google. What happens a lot is that we get bogged down in industry terminology that a business uses to describe their services. No one is searching for that. Not the people that are going to buy from you anyway. Throughout this entire exercise, I want you to think like the ideal customer would. What language and words would they be using when they're searching for things? Now, let's look at your own business as an example. It's not very likely that a customer is going to search for a WordPress web designer or a Squarespace website designer. However, they might look for things like website help, web design agencies, local web designer, etc. The ideal customer isn't buried in our businesses the way that we are. Instead, you have to think about the way that they might be thinking about your services. Now, one great, great way to go about this is to focus on keywords that address a problem the ideal customer might have. After all, they're looking for a solution to their roadblocks, not a service. Now, you may be able to find these in your client's customer reviews, testimonials, feedback forms, etc. With that in mind, let's talk about brainstorming a few basic keywords. Take a look at your client's business and ask yourself what one or two keywords their customers might be searching for. A coffee shop, for instance, might come up under coffee or cappuccino. These basic keywords should be the topics that a business addresses with their main services. You want to have a list of five to 10 basic ones that are super broad, but related to what the business does. Don't get too stuck on these keywords. For now, you're just getting basic topic ideas to do the next step, competitive research before we determine the actual keywords and key phrases we want to target. 
Now, back in the old days of Google, (laughs) many of us were fighting for those single word keywords. We wanted to be ranked number one for coffee because that's what we thought our audience was searching for. But over the last couple of decades that Google has been in existence, our search habits have gotten more sophisticated. Think about the last time you searched for something on Google. Did you type in just one word or did you type in a question, a phrase, or add a location identifier like near me? Chances are you haven't typed a single word into Google for a very long time. Not only that, but the kinds of people that you'll get off of a one word keyword will not be the right audience for your client. It's quite possible they're looking for something else entirely. Now, longer keywords are called long tail and they're highly valuable. When someone is more specific in their search, their wallet is probably already ready to go to make a purchase. Don't get caught up in these basic keywords. They're just here to help us brainstorm. They're not going to show you what you actually want to target. Now, one of the best ways that you can find the right keywords to target for a client's business is by doing some competitor research. Now, your client may have provided you a list of close competitors that offer similar services to them, and you can definitely start with that list. However, not all of their competitors will have done the right keyword research up front or even have the best website. This is where your basic keyword ideas come into play. Open up Google and type in some basic keywords. Who comes up as as the first few results on the main page? Click on their search result and browse their website. Are they actually a match for your competitor for your client? If yes, write them down, take a note of their URL. If not, head back to Google and look at the other search results. Repeat this process as you go through all of your basic keywords. If you're not finding the right kinds of competitors, you may need to tweak your basic keywords to do a better match for what your client actually does. Once you have a list of about three to five, it's time to dig in further. Now, the easiest way to handle the rest of this is with a keyword research tool. Personally, I go straight to the source and I use Google Ads Keyword Planner. It's linked in today's show notes. You have to create a Google Ads account, but that's free and you don't even need to put in a credit card. You can also use tools like SpyFu, Moz's Keyword Explorer, or Ahrefs Site Explorer, all linked in the show notes, but many of these will eventually require you to pay for their services. For the purposes of this episode, I'm going to walk you through Google Ads Keyword Planner. As we mentioned in the first bit of this episode, we don't want to just use these basic keywords and target them. We want to find the long tail keywords and key phrases that our customers are actually targeting, searching for, and our competitors are targeting. Now, once you've created your free Google Ads account, you can go to the keyword planner by clicking on tools and settings in the top right and then selecting keyword planner. Now, on the Keyword Planner page, you want to click Discover New Keywords and then start with a website. 
Now here is where you grab one of those competitor domains and plug it in. You can even select just a specific page to explore or the entire website, depending on what you need. Now you wanna click get results and you'll get a list of keyword ideas. You can even save the ones that you think are the best fit for your client by checking the box next to the keyword and create the plan. Now, one thing you want to focus on is the search volume. You don't necessarily want the keywords with the highest search volume either. You want to focus on the keywords that are one, truly the best match for your client, and two, are not going to be too expensive and competitive to target. Now, Google Keyword Planner will tell you whether the competition is low, medium, or high. Even if you're not thinking about running ads right now, looking at the top of page bid columns will give you an idea of how competitive those long tail keywords are. Now in choosing the right keywords, you wanna select the ones that have enough monthly searches to be valuable are not too expensive to run ads for, which might be helpful later and don't necessarily have a high competition. Personally, I stay away from those key phrases altogether unless it's an absolute perfect match for my client. Now, when you're using Keyword Planner, Google will default to the United States or your country of origin. Now, at the top of the page, you can and should adjust this to the regions that you'd actually like to target. If you're working with local businesses, for instance, you probably don't want to get the keywords for the entire country. But if you're working with an online service provider, you might want to dig into the keywords and key phrases of multiple countries. Search location also matters because how we talk about something may differ from region to region. Your customer's terminology might literally change whether they're searching in New York City, Kansas, or Montana. Don't discount those regional differences. Now I want you to go through every single one of your competitor list and write down the key phrases that you think are right for your client. Personally, I prefer to create a spreadsheet where I can keep track of the keywords, the search volume, the competition, and the bid amount. This is great use for later and means I don't have to double check in Google Keyword Planner every time I want to remember. Then I want you to plug in your client's current website into the Keyword Planner just to see if there's anything you may have missed or to see how off their current language might be. Now make sure that you include some brand specific keywords too. After all, your customer wants to be found for their business name and the variations of that. Using their website in Keyword Planner will help you find those variations that Google already recognizes. Don't forget to add those to your spreadsheet. Now, if you're helping your client with a long-term marketing strategy, you can actually break down how they might create content for these keywords you found and what kind of content they could create. 
One easy way to do that is to perform a few Google searches and just see what comes up. Are there lots of videos, infographics, or blog articles attached to these key phrases? What kinds of content are people already creating for these target keywords? It's really easy to put together a plan for your client based on what competitors are doing. Even better, I want you to look for the gaps. What's not being talked about a lot, but has a healthy search volume? What can your client do better than what their competitors are doing? Now, there are no right or wrong amount of keywords or key phrases anymore, but I'd recommend three to five for your homepage and your overall website target, and about three to five at least for every main page of the client's website. You might have some overlap, which is totally fine, but if you want to make sure you're using the various ways their target customer might be searching for those keywords. Remember, this is all about the customer. So you don't want to save keywords and key phrases that don't feel like it's how a customer might talk about the services and what they'd actually search for. Once you have a basic list, you can do a lot more research and digging in to refine these key phrases. Just make sure that the amount of research you're doing matches the budget your client has set. Thank you all for listening to our episode this week. If you want to catch more Digital Masters, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit us at digitalmasterspodcast.com. If you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing, follow us on Instagram at digitalmasterspodcast or visit us online at becomeadigitalmaster.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.